Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 99. I'm your host, Brian, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Carl and Dwayne. Hey, guys. Hey, Brian. Hey, Dwayne. Hello, everybody. Welcome. Welcome to, ooh, the one before 100. Yes. <laughs> 99. 99. 99. Red 99. <laughs> the Aaron Judge episode. Hey, or the JJ Watt episode? <laughs> we don't we don't like the Yankees here. Uh. Can you imagine that putting a list together of your like top 100 Star Wars figures of all time? Ooh, hey, <laughs> that might be a good episode for the 100. <laughs> that that just then popped in my head. Uh, 100 figures. That would be a, a long episode. Yeah, <laughs> it would. I'd have a hard time picking 100 out of just the vintage collection at this point. Well, it would be shoot if you just picked all the vintage, you wouldn't. You'd still be short. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I wouldn't pick all the vintage. <laughs> <laughs> Imperial dignitary. Yeah. Anakin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dang, he, Imperial dignitary just missed the top 100. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't make it. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. He missed Honorable it. Honorable mention. He was oh one thousand and one. <laughs> he gets a participation ribbon. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so let's. Uh, so what do we get? To, yeah. yeah, our first first segment is always what did you get this month? All right. Uh, I'll go ahead and start out. Um, so this month we've had a couple of. Uh, uh, again, it's been a slow month for new stuff as far as, you know, new uh, figures or, or new product. But uh, that always gives us an opportunity to catch up on some of our missing vintage stuff or, or uh, oddball stuff. So this month I was able to pick up um, two pieces that I needed to complete my um, Ewok Battle Wagon from the uh, Power of the Force vintage line. Um and that was the this skull. Uh, kind of looks like a what? What is that? Uh, woolly mammoth skull and the little drum on the top deck of the of the battle wagon. Those two are the drum, especially, is almost always missing. Um, so I picked those up from uh, uh, our good buddy Michael Havens at uh, Imperial Commissary, uh, the vintage uh, Facebook group, uh, buy sell trade. So shout out to him. Uh, I won't say I got a, a good price on him because it was still pretty steep, but uh, he, he did me fair. And uh, uh, that completes my battle wagon. Uh, of course, I got the, the main part of it, uh, majority of it from Brian uh, several months ago. Uh, but he stuck me with having to find the skull on the drum. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Brian. <laughs> hey. Uh, he gave you a, a big start. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there, I mean, there are small pieces like a hook and a, uh, yeah, a ladder and everything on there that that also are commonly missing that that one had. So I think he and I both got lucky on finding you know what we needed or what was uh, needed to make a complete one. Uh, also picked up. Uh, we went to the Columbus Toy Show last weekend, last Sunday. Uh, today is the 29th of March, 28th. so 28th. Um, <clears throat> so I didn't find anything uh, Kenner-related, toy-related. Well, I, I won't say I didn't. I did, but, of course, everything that I still need was still priced in the four, five, six hundred dollars $600 range, so I didn't 
didn't splurge since I had just picked up those battle wagon parts. But I did find uh, uh, one of my side collections is collecting uh, Marvel uh, or Star Wars comic books. Uh, and one piece that I had been keeping my eye out for, uh, Marvel released uh, back in 70, probably 77, 78, um, their comic adaptation, they, they released it in uh, a giant, what was uh, back then known as Treasury Edition, which is basically twice the size of a regular comic book. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those or not, or remember those from, from when we I, were kids. I have the I Empire one. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, they originally released... Uh, <clears throat> the movie adaptation took six issues to complete the story arc in the in the original Marvel comic books. So what they did originally was they took issues one through three, made a giant book, giant treasury edition book, released that. Then they took four, five, and six and made issue number two. Uh, but then after that, uh, they decided they wanted to release all six issues in, in a complete uh, issue. Um, and that was, this was released under the Whitman comic book brand name, even though it was from Marvel. Uh, the retail price back then was $2.50 for this giant treasury edition size comic book, 114 pages. Uh, it's actually labeled issue number three, but it collects all six issues, so it's the same, basically the same interior content of those first two books, but it has completely different cover art and everything, and it, a lot of people, you know, uh, consider it completing that collection, uh, along with, like you said, the Empire Strikes Back has a giant uh, edition as well. So pick that up at the Columbus Toy Show, <laughs> a comic book. Also, from Brian, I received, uh, we got our shipment in this, this month uh, that included the new uh, vintage collection uh, Cantina Band uh, in the Army Builder style white box, white, uh, I don't call it a shipping box, but, you know, the white box with the with the black line artwork on it. And this is a seven-piece set instead of their usual four-piece set, so it includes enough figures to, you know, uh, to have the entire Cantina band uh, that we are familiar with from the uh, A New Hope uh, Cantina scene. That's all I got. Okay. So, Carl, give Not, us your whole, whole big long list there. Buddy. Yeah, at least I have something. <laughs> and it took me a while to think of it, but I, I got a couple of Ewok Village parts from Brian, so that leaves me needing just um, the little round ball thingy whatever the that hangs down on the string i guess the rock and yes the rock thank you i said ball rock <laughs> and i need um two pieces of the fire pit the little the two little hook things you know that, yeah. that hold the thing yeah so i'm only missing three pieces now okay. that start it started with me buying buying or actually trading for the the village with lunchbox and then um, I, I bought some parts from Dave, and then I bought some parts from Brian, so I'm getting closer to completing it. And I never had that as a child, so I don't know. It kind of makes me happy to have it now. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> makes you happy as an adult child. Yes, an adult child child to have the Ewok Village to play with now. <laughs> what about Brian? What did you get? Well, uh, Hasbro Pulse had a sale, so I picked up a few... A few figures that uh, I didn't have, and I was like, "Well, since they're cheap enough, I'll, I might as well get them because they're like 
30% off, I think. Well, see, I was about to say, I thought you said something about really cutting back on Black Series, but now I guess I can't say that to you. Yeah, well, that's Since the only reason on I got because they were on sale. Okay. okay. I got You're Miggs from- <laughs> Mayfield uh, from the second season of The Mandalorian, and Ayla Secura, another Jedi, the blue Twi'lek. I got Echo, which I was missing that one, didn't even know I was missing it, from The Bad Batch. I have all the rest of them. So, luckily, I, I got him on sale. And like Dwayne said, I got the Vintage Collection Cantina Band. All seven of those guys with their instruments. And I got uh, an X-Wing mat that has Yavin and then the moon from Yavin and also the Death Star on it. Uh, it's a three-foot by three-foot mat that you play X-Wing on. Also, wow. while I was at the toy show in Columbus, I picked up some coins... I got the A-Wing Pilot, and also a Monoman. So I have about, I think about 10 coins now. <clears throat> and Dwayne, so is that something, something I, I was going to ask, is that something you think you're going to start pursuing, trying, trying to get a complete collection of the, of the Power of the Force coins? Oh, I'm never going to get a complete collection. There's no way. I'm not spending <laughs> $2,000 on some of those I coins. Have, I have two, but I cannot remember for the life of me what two they are. Well, one, of a, one of them is a pilot. It may be the A-Wing pilot. Well, if I don't the, have them and you're interested in getting rid of them, let me know. Yeah, I have no desire because everyone I've ever had my hand on, I've, I've sold usually. I don't know why I have these two, but I'm pretty sure one of them is probably the A-Wing pilot. I do have a question about your your old vintage collection cantina band. It's just in one of those white little bo- square boxes, right? Am I yeah, correct? Yeah, it's or? a rectangular yes. box, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's longer than the other four-pack boxes. I thought about ordering that, but man, I bought that that band so many times. I just didn't know if I could <laughs> bring right. myself to buy it again. Oh, I know. I have like we, ten yeah. of those ones that they sold on. Uh, what was it uh, Lucasfilm Shop or whatever it was called? Yeah, yeah. And we really re- recently had that one on the Vintage Collection card too, right? Yeah, figuring yeah. Dan. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's just by one. himself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which it's the name they named him Figurin Dan, but then they packed in three different instruments with him. Yeah. So uh, I, and I've heard that a lot of collectors, before they announced this Army Builder pack, they were buying like three, four, whatever of those Figurin Dan figures because you know you could have <laughs> one with each each instrument, and then they all of a sudden they you know released this Army Builder pack with all with seven identical figures, but with seven different types of instruments in it yeah. one for each member of the band so uh, i don't know i think it's hasbro's trick hasbro's tricked us uh, i on figured that, one, that I they would do that so i only bought one yeah <laughs> so uh, but you're yeah. right I this, these quick... are definitely you know kind of the it it seems like that they're they're beating it to death with releasing these but uh you know, if you look at the figures, they are better articulated. Yeah. Uh, able to hold the instruments much better than previous releases. And uh, so, you know, as far as if you want to set them out for a diorama or a display, I think these are the best that you're going to get. The only thing is, is, is uh, they decided to reuse uh, a leg sculpt from a previous figure. I forget which one it was. But the all of the legs on these figures have pockets, like cargo pockets, and the Cantina Band members did, costumes didn't have those. Yeah. So they're not exactly a hundred percent screen accurate. 
I will give them this though. I do think the Army Builder packs is a good idea, so I hope they continue it because they've done they have done some really sure. cool ones so far. I wish they would yeah. keep them like coming out like all the time available, like the yeah, like, Star War, like, like the Stormtrooper four pack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you never you, you might decide, hey, I want to buy some more Stormtroopers now or something like <clears> that. Yeah. Um, back to the coins. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Dwayne, did you say something about having a book on the coins? Yeah, I uh, ended up with a, a book. Um, I, I believe I picked it up off of a, uh, a door prize table at one of our club meetings, either the Ohio Club or the Kentucky Club. It had been donated by the guys that that uh, created it, actually. Uh, and it's just—it's actually a small, smaller book. It's not like a full like nine by twelve type mm-hmm. magazine size, um, but it it does. It has uh, full color pictures and and. Uh, information on every coin that was ever produced uh, and uh, of course these coins uh, they're categorized by their rarity mm-hmm. so it you know it kind of lays it out as to you know this one is uh, part of the I don't know whether it was yellow whether they color coordinated them or what it was but they you know uh, categorized them that way and and uh, you have of to let me know also, what the name of that book is mm-hmm. so I can I will. try to look it up. I will. I'm sure some of our listeners out there are familiar with it. Uh, uh, if I had thought, I would have dug it out um, and uh, had it here in front of me. But uh, maybe that's something we can do an episode about one of these days. Sure. All right. So okay. Meeting so, news. We got yes. the Ashland area is having our meeting on April the 4th, or 8th at the Flatwoods Public Library starting mm-hmm. at noon. Yep, second Saturday. It's always a second Saturday from noon to three. And then the Casewalk group itself, the Kentucky Star Wars Collectors Club, will have its swap meet April the 22nd in uh, Indiana. What's the name of that city? New Albany. New Albany, yeah. Yeah. That same church we've had it at before. Right, yeah. You can find information on that on our Casewalk Facebook page uh, under events, I believe. Uh, or you can just contact us directly uh, here at the Collector Podcast for more information. But that is uh, an annual, one of our three annual events. It's a statewide, uh, you know, uh, open to everybody in the state. Of course, all of our meetings are open to anybody and everybody, but and they're, it's they're probably, more regional. Yeah, it's probably the more relaxed event of all of them, too. I think there's a lot <clears throat> more socializing going on in it. Right. Yeah, because... You know, you're sitting there for a while, and everybody's looked around, and yeah. then you just start talking to each other. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, like we said, it's a swap meet, so it's buy, sell, trade. Um, you can bring bring stuff that you have. Um, we recommend if you are going to come and, and uh, try to sell, um, probably consider bringing your own folding table because uh, space is limited a lot of times. I don't know if it will be at this this one because it's a pretty big church well, also yeah, my, you can't sell unless you're a member but it's yeah. only ten dollars to be a member yeah. yeah so if you think you can make your ten dollars back then it's worth it but you can come and buy and not be a member. oh yeah yep and it's it's pretty much you know it's not all star wars related but you know uh oh, it's I'll pretty, stuff pretty much star wars. star wars yeah <laughs> it's star wars kind of focused because that's what we all collect but uh some of us so most of the time, the guys are just, you know, oh, why did I start collecting this? And then they bring it all, bring it all to the swap <laughs> meet and try to sell it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's uh, like it can one, be kind of. 
kind of I, funny sometimes. It's like when I saw those um those um crap those KFC Taco Bell Pizza Hut Star Wars cups. I was having flashbacks mm. to something that I wish I'd have never bought that took me yep. years to get rid of. <laughs> mm. Guy brought them to our last Star Wars Ashland meeting, and I was like, "Oh, and that somebody back- bought some of them because yes, there are people did. out there that that never had them that now now want them." So you never know. Or we're just trying to them. fill in some holes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, news this month, collector collectible news. Um, uh, what are we looking at with the announced releases? Of course, they've been having the ongoing. Uh, uh, for this month called uh, in relate it's in conjunction with the new mandalorian season they're calling it mando mondays and this is something that's the actual lucasfilm star wars is is uh coordinating it's not just hasbro or not just uh but each monday they're announcing new collectibles that are becoming available uh so uh let's see here uh the vintage collection so far this month they have announced that they are releasing uh cad bane from the book of boba fett uh, television series um, of course we've had cam bane before in animated version but this will be the first uh, uh, realistic version of cad bane they are also finally really getting around to releasing uh, Tuscan Warrior, uh, the female Tuscan Warrior from the Book of Boba Fett, um, on a single card, and then they just announced today that they are releasing a Tuscan Warrior, Tuscan Raider four pack, the Army Builder four pack, uh, with, uh, but it actually has four uh, separate looking uh, Tuscan Raiders in there from that, again from the the Tuscan village that took Boba Fett in, in the, in the book of Boba Fett series, uh, including the chieftain. So some pretty cool, you know, figures, of course, that they, who knows when they'll actually be in hand. Uh, I wouldn't surprise me if those Tuscan figures or maybe all three of these might, might not be available until the next season of book of Boba Fett. They haven't even, they haven't even announced yet. We're getting a second season. So we yeah, don't know. Probably they haven't. No. Okay. I guess I, I was just assuming that we would. I think we will too. Uh, but they kinda, have, well, they kind of left it, you know, in yeah. the air as to what was going to happen after the big, yeah. you know, shootout. Uh, but they haven't said so. a word yet, so we'll see. I guess. Okay, uh, uh, Ryan Black series is kind of down your more your alley. Is is you know what uh, what are the new stuff there that they released? Well, they announced, announced. Uh, they announced today a, a Pike soldier from the book of Boba Fett. That's the ones that was on that train that uh, Boba Fett and the Tuscans took over. That was ha- uh, uh-huh. bringing in the spice. Yeah. And then you got the Luke Skywalker and Grogu from season two of The Mandalorian at the end there. Uh, is that right, or is that from Book of Boba Fett? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I think that's. Uh, okay, I thought it was from season two of Mandalorian. Yeah, from the yeah the final episode, I believe. And here's a shocker, another clone trooper. We got uh, <laughs> Clone Commander Jesse. So that's well, going to be a more, Walmart exclusive. What's going to be shocking, too, is will it actually be on the shelves, or will that be only online only most of the places? <laughs> Who knows at this point. Hmm. Um, also, they announced a Tuscan Chieftain. It will be also in the Black Series. Is it a Walmart exclusive also, or just... I don't think so. Okay. I think That's good. I'm tired of all these... 
Yeah. And uh, Gentle Giant, I can take that one too. I do a lot of Gentle Giant stuff. Paz Vizsla, the one six bust, he'll be coming out. Um, Carl, you do the next one a lot, so. Lego, we're getting the Mando N1 Starfighter fighter, Micro Fighter Spider Tank. Um, and a Spider Tank. And a Spider Tank, sorry. And I haven't even seen pictures of these yet, but. Me neither. I guess, I guess the Micro Fighter is going to be a lot smaller than what we. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, it is. We're getting the regular. We're getting the start. The regular N one Starfighter as well. Yeah. Okay. Which I will yeah. probably get that one if I if I like catch a Christmas sale or something. I'll probably get the regular Starfighter. And that Spider Tank. That's what they just was just featured in like episode three when in the Minds of Mandalore. Yeah. It's that uh, that thing that captures Boba Fett. Oh, spoiler alert! I'm sorry. Or not Boba Fett captures. <laughs> yeah. He captures somebody somewhere. In, in one of the yeah. episodes. <laughs> yeah, they need to they need to pump this up a little bit though, because I'm kind of disappointed in this season of Mando so far. No spoilers, yeah. but I'm just slightly disappointed. It, yeah, it's kind of moving at a slower pace, I think, than what we might be used to. Uh, you know, because with Mandalorian, I think we've kind of gotten used to every episode was, you know, oh they go here and break this person out, or they go there and capture this bounty or whatever yeah. so but there, there's more of a more coherent co- a cohesive this episode leads to this episode leads to this episode this time yeah so but uh, i think we're uh speaking of those series we're up to tomorrow or yeah tomorrow is wednesday will be episode five is that right we're yep. up to episode five yeah. on, yeah, on the mandalorian yeah. and we're Getting close to the end of the season for the the uh, Bad Batch, aren't we? I think yes, next week will be the uh, last one. Uh, okay. Or last two, I should so, say. So if you haven't been watching, uh, you know, it's time to catch up maybe. Uh, it's not, you know, not too many episodes into this season of The Mandalorian. And then Bad Batch could be a good binge watch day for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like three episodes behind on Bad Batch right now. Yeah. There, uh, there also have been rumors that, on as far as Lego, the next Ultimate Collector series is going to be the Ghost. Well, oh, that would be actually cool. I really, I really hope one day Hasbro does the Ghost, but I don't know if we that would ever happen or not. I think it would have to be make an appearance in one of the current uh, series that are running mm-hmm. for it to be considered, because the Rebels, you know, animated has been so long since it was out now that uh, i don't think they're going to go that far back but that's probably not my opinion but the stuff seemed to sell really well at the time when it was on yeah. so i don't know okay so uh anything else any new news that's worth reporting this month that you guys can think of no nope. not, <laughs> not a lot <laughs> me me either uh, we'll have more to talk about uh hopefully next month after the the celebration europe has yeah. uh, cuz that's come and gone. 3 weeks away i think mm-hmm. something, something like, like that. that yeah yeah um so for general discussion i wanted to talk real quick about what i did over the past weekend and went to uh the world's tournament for x-wing miniatures that's a tabletop game that i play and uh, our buddy Doug also he went with me and uh I ended up finishing in the main tournament 94th out of 188, so right in the middle. <laughs> I was 
two two and one two wins two losses and a tie wow not bad <laughs> no it's not bad it's definitely not the worst i've finished before yeah uh, i've finished a little bit better than that before yeah um doug had to had to make it or you know, had to, he had to compete in the last chance qualifier in order to get into the main tournament and unfortunately he didn't make it but we both had fun yeah we got to play i got to play a lot of x-wing he played some uh battle tech also so you know all in all we had a good time met some good people had had some really good food deep dish pizza he was up near chicago in Schaumburg, uh, illinois nice so that's two weekends in a row for you. Yeah, we two weekends some, in a row. We had some in Columbus when we were up there also. Yeah, I'm going to Columbus again this weekend for the Monster Truck Show. <laughs> <laughs> Three weekends in a row I'm traveling. Monster Trucks. Yeah. And they gave so, quite a bit of stuff. Well, you know. I would I would ask, just for our listeners' mm-hmm. uh, sake, uh, what is the process of, of getting yourself into this X-Wing Worlds tournament? Well, in order to get the invite that i got i ended up second place in a tournament back in 2018 that's how far back this goes because of covid uh, i never got a chance to go back to worlds after after coming in second place at that tournament which gave you i think the top four got an automatic invite and uh so i never got to go back due to you know not being able to afford it sure. or have time off or <laughs> and then covid hit so this was the first time because before worlds was in uh, roseville minnesota so that's about a 13 hour drive from here mm-hmm. so the two times that i went before to worlds i flew and this time we drove because it's only about eight hours uh, so that and if you don't know what it is you know give it a look it's a, a miniatures game that has these templates that you you know move your ships with and You'll have, you know, dice that you roll as far as attacking and defending, and it's pretty cool. I, I wish more people in our area would play it, you know, besides me and Doug, just so, you know, we could have more competition because, you know, just playing each other all the time is not that great. <laughs> I mean, he says the same thing. You know, when you when you yeah. know each other so well, it's hard to play against each other. I thought you no, going to I thought David Rigsby was going to start playing with you well, guys. Well, he's supposed to, but he hasn't yet. So, okay. until am that I happens. right that you uh, <laughs> you've got a place now here in Flatwoods, Kentucky that uh, is letting you come in and play on Yeah, we play uh, in Flatwoods and I talked to the guy that's there now that the 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 previous owner I guess left and sold it to this guy just uh-huh. last week. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, he hadn't been there very long and he already sold the place. So, I don't guess it was his cup of tea. He didn't really want to have to deal with it. He's got a bunch of businesses, so he just didn't have time for it. Yeah. And uh, I talked to the guy, and he said, yeah, he's all for, you know, tabletop gaming and stuff. And I'm, I'm hoping he will be able to get a store championship, which this mm-hmm. they just announced Sunday that they're going to have store championships again. And if you win a store championship, you get an automatic invite to Worlds. Oh, wow. So, that'll That's be... Neat. Okay a way to get there right but you have to build up uh participation and and probably to work through um what is the company that runs the x-wing um it used to be fantasy flight games but now Uh it's atomic mass games which is under asmodee because they bought out fantasy flight games so i think usually these stores have to have like a a 
direct working relationship with the with the game manufacturer and and yeah he's going to look into it. certified and all that so okay well again listeners uh, reach out to brian if you're interested in, in uh, if you're in this area you know within an hour or so drive of ashland flatwoods area kentucky whether you're over in Ohio or West Virginia or wherever. And I'm sure there are other places that we're, we're not really familiar with in the tri-state area that uh, these games are being played. Uh, as far as I but, know, the only other one would be Lost Legion in South Charleston. Okay. Because Goblin Traders doesn't do it anymore. Okay. So Brian's your source for that, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now let's talk about our main subject, which is Vintage 92-Backs Part 2. We're going to finish up the Power of the Force line of figures, you know, talk about those. And, of course, I know, you know, none of the three of us had any of these figures when we were a kid, right? Correct. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, the only one that I had in the previous, you know, section was Anakin, just because it was a mail-away. Did you guys, I don't remember, did you have that one? Um, no, I didn't have it as a mail. No. I didn't. Okay. No. Nope. Yeah. Had no interest in that figure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was free. I had proofs of purchases, yeah, yeah. so, you know, yeah. I just sent it in and got it. All right, so the first one we're going to talk about is EV99. And his first appearance was actually in the Sears exclusive, uh, the Jabba the Hutt dungeon action playset. Mm-hmm. It was the yes. tan base one. And, uh, of course, they didn't come with the Power of the Force coins either. So if you got that instead of the actual figures on the card, you didn't get the coin. Right. So this one, you know, its first appearance on the card was, of course, on the 92-back Power of the Force card, and it was two ninety nine. It came with a silver coin because, mm-hmm. you know, later on we'll talk about different colors and stuff like that of different ones. But, uh, you know, this one was the droid that was in Jabba's dungeon that uh, you first see whenever R2 and C-3PO are coming in there and and evidently it's a female voice (laughs) or a female droid. Yeah. A lot of people don't, the, the phonetic EV, but it's EV, you know? Yeah. Which is a girl's name, female name. Ah, new acquisitions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So. And didn't this, this story also recently resurfaced in the Book of Boba Fett series too, correct? Um, if I'm not mistaken, made I some think appearance. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the kitchen or something, wasn't it? Yeah. So the droid doesn't have any accessories that came with it, as, as just like most of the droids didn't, except for the FX7 and had a staff uh, instrument that came with it. Um, and it's FX- notorious for because of the no two one B came with the staff, not FX seven. Two one B. Okay, I'm sorry. FX seven had all the arms, <laughs> um, but it's notorious for because of the plastic that it was molded with and the thin, the very thin nature of its uh, limbs. Uh, it almost always has one leg that is warped or bent. That uh, if you have a loose version, it's very hard to get it to stand up without a peg stand. Also, it also has very uh, brittle arms. Almost mm-hmm. always on a lot of these, uh, not you know, not always because mine doesn't, but a lot of the times the left arm will be broken off. Yeah, I've had a couple come through my store at one time with the arms broken off. Yeah, I see them all the time. You know, people trying to sell them with a broken arm. 
So I wouldn't recommend moving the arms at all if you have one. <laughs> no. Now, if you're wanting to collect this droid, it's not a it's not really a play droid or play figure. It's more of a you know, which it's the price on on them are is up there enough to where you're not going to want to buy it to play with anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's I think it's around close to four hundred dollars, isn't it? On yeah, average? something like that. Yeah. But the mouth, the mouth does move. There's a little lever on the back of its head that you pull up mm-hmm. and down, and makes the mouth go up and down. Yep, a little bit of a play feature there. So okay, what, so me, the next ask, one. Uh, well, wait, mm-hmm. first, before we move on, when do you, like, uh, Carl? Do you have this figure now? Um, technically, but I have it with a broken arm, which <laughs> was interesting <laughs> since you broke that up. I do have one with a broken arm, but at okay. least I have one for right now. I and mean, I, I even lo- I thought about selling it one time, and I talked myself out of it because because who knows when it, or if I'll replace it? Because I uh-huh. I mean, you can still get well over a hundred bucks out of it with a broken arm. I mean, oh yeah, I saw one for like a, close to two hundred. It was like one ninety with the arm and broke. Yeah, so I do have him, but with a broken arm. <laughs> yeah, and Dwayne, you have this one, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, I've got one complete i got this one in a collection and ended up with there was three of them in the collection so i ended up using the other two as trade bait to get other power of the force figures Uh and i you know i think i only paid like two bucks for it (laughs) wow wow you you looked out on that yes i did yeah because i ended up trading one of them for a Han and Carbonite, and the other one for a Luke Stormtrooper. Nice. Yeah, uh, Dwayne, you want to take the next one? Sure. We've got uh, <clears throat> Lando Calrissian in his general pilot uh, uniform. Um, this one, again, uh, its first release was on this uh, Power of the Force uh, 92-back uh, card, um, and this was... Uh, Based on uh, his uh, appearance at the end of uh, Return, uh, of Return of the Jedi, uh, when he piloted the Millennium Falcon uh, in the Battle of the Second Death Star, I'm sorry, I'm kind of dragging behind here in my thought process. Uh, he also in the uh, uh, mission briefing room, he was wearing this outfit. Uh, this one comes with uh, a cloth cape. Uh, which by this time the the all of the figures were coming with I won't say all of them most of the figures that had a cape were coming with cloth accessories instead of the vinyl capes uh, and also comes with uh, a blaster pistol. Uh, I'm trying to think which look at which version. It's a palace blaster. blaster. It's a black one. Okay. The black so, palace yeah. blaster, which is a DL18. Now was it black or was it the gray one? It's black. Was black? Okay. Um, and he is not exactly color accurate. Uh, turns out the film version of his uh, jacket tunic was uh, tan colored, but he's molded in more of a gray-green uh, color uh, for the figure. But uh, this time, at least, they got his head sculpt very, very close to Billy D. Williams uh, in appearance. And uh, I think overall, it's a really nice figure of Lando. Mm-hmm. He also comes with a, a silver coin as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, silver coin with uh, with his portrait on it. <coughs> so, uh, Carl, I think you just got one of these not too long ago, didn't you? 
Yeah, yep. It's one of the ones I got off one of those Facebook groups and got a pretty decent deal on it too. So I was pretty happy to grab it because I've always I always liked Lando. I mean, he didn't get much love, but I've always been a Lando <laughs> fan. Yeah, and this is one of only three Lando figures you know available. You got your first release, and then you've got Lando in skiff guard disguise, and then this one. So. Technically, you can count the first releases, too, though, if you get the one with him smiling and not smiling. <laughs> oh, my goodness. With teeth and no teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Te- technicality. Yeah, I got this one. I want to say I got it at a, a hobby shop somewhere. Uh, I think it was in Delaware, actually. There was a, a toy store, like a vintage toy store type place up there. And I think that's where I got this one at approximately how long ago was that that would have been like 1998 so long before the process went crazy oh yeah yeah <laughs> most of my power the force ones i got yeah. before they were crazy yeah <clears throat> and actually this one's still i won't say reasonably priced but it's not as as high priced as some of these others that we're discuss going to discuss so yeah especially the last one there's yeah if you need one they're they're readily available out there i see i see them quite a bit uh you know in the uh, toy shows and, and online in the marketplace but don't you find it surprising though sometimes what some of these go for because i mean there's not never ending listings of them so there is a lot of them out there but it's just crazy mm-hmm. what the prices that they demand i mean yeah i guess because yeah. so many so many people still want them mm-hmm yeah, it's not a scarcity uh, value on these figures. I think it's more of a, uh, a perception that they are scarce, even though we know they're probably not that scarce uh, because we're out there a lot, you know, looking and, and wheeling and dealing and shopping. Um, but uh, so, you know, if, you, if you're looking for one, definitely take your time and any of these figures, take your time, you know, uh, do a, an eBay, save an eBay search for, you know, keywords and uh you know you can run a cost a good a decent deal on <laughs> again i don't want to say a good deal but a decent deal on some of these figures sometimes and there's mm-hmm. lots of facebook groups i mean the join uh, join every single one of them that you see that's selling this stuff and just make sure though you don't pay with friends and family or anything like that make sure it's goods and services yeah it could if be you do buy something. imperial yeah. commissary is a really good one to buy stuff on right yeah i've, I've bought a couple of things there before and like Brian said, sometimes you can get a, get several of these figures in a lot. You can, if you look real close at pictures of people selling, you know, just big lots of figures. Uh, if you look closely, sometimes you can come across a gem mm-hmm. that they don't realize they have, and uh, that what you pay for the whole lot would is what you would pay for that one figure. Sometimes. <clears throat> so, moving on. Um, next, we have Luke in Battle Poncho. Um, Carl, do you have one of these? I actually have one, but I don't have a gun. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> that is not good. Yeah, good luck finding one of those. Yeah. <laughs> well, his first appearance was, of course, on the 92 back Power of the Force card with the coin, him on the speeder bike. And it comes with a brown and cream fabric battle poncho and with a black plastic belt with three settings similar to Leia Indoor's belt which is unique to the figure and it comes with the black palace blaster just like Lando and with the the silver coin um you you I know you have this one Dwayne you have all of them mm-hmm. yeah um 
<clears throat> I can't remember where I got mine. I, I want to nope. say I had it from when I was a kid now that I think about it because I had speeder bikes and mm-hmm. I had two speeder bikes. So I'm thinking I had, cause I didn't have two, you know, the speeder bike troopers, you know, right. But I can't really remember. Uh-huh. Is it just me or do you all think the head sculpt on this one's a little disappointing? Um, well, it's, his it's, helmet doesn't come off, so right. Yeah. It's, it's a generic-looking face. Yeah, I mean, it's not specific. In which all of these figures, the face sculpt on them, you know, very seldom look like the actual character. Yeah, but so- sometimes you can see it, but I just don't see Luke uh-huh. in this one at all. Yeah, Han, <laughs> they do a much better job. Yeah. Now the coin for this one actually has him sitting atop a speeder bike, I believe, if I'm yes, looking at the image I said correctly. That. Okay, um, but yeah, like uh, one of you mentioned, the helmet is not removable. He comes with the with the you know helmet sculpt, the head sculpted with the helmet, um, and which is ironic because the picture on the card back is him without the helmet on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've seen that before, and like I'm thinking, what? <laughs> and his belt, actually, this is one of the few rare features that you have with with the vintage figures. His belt actually has a holster that you can put the blaster in. Yeah. I so, also have this figure on the card. Okay. I got it from, nice. from a collection. I have I have about six carded figures, I think, right now. And I, I just mm-hmm. got them from various collections and stuff. I've had more over the years and sold them off to, to pay for other stuff. Because so, I'm not much of a vintage card collector. They yeah. just cost way too much. <laughs> I mean, you, you're going to sit down, you know, just for the first 12, probably 20 G's easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to really be, uh, you know, uh, a serious uh, investor, investment, uh, you know, disposable income have have a lot of that available to, to go down that route right now which some some of our fellow collectors have been fortunate enough to uh, you know complete these collections on all on card back and and you know i can't say that i'm not envious but i'm very happy with my loose collection <clears throat> so yeah and and i guess like i said on this luke skywalker figure because his helmet's not removable but yet the princess leia helmet is that kind of you know is annoying Mm-hmm. Uh, to a lot of collectors, uh, and probably to kids who were played with them back in the day. Well, it's kind of annoying that they came out with him later than they did Leia. Leia was first. Uh-huh. She was on the Return of the Jedi card, where he was on a Power of the Force card. It's like, why didn't they come out with them at the same time? So it looks like we've got a couple of Ewoks next. Um uh, these are, and again, Ewoks. To me, these Ewok, the Ewok figures are the hardest for me to identify because I've never been able to learn which <laughs> ones are which. Yeah, me neither. Uh, and I get them confused all the time. Yeah, uh, Ramba and Popley look <laughs> the same, and Warwick and Lumat look the same. Yeah, you uh, got to pull them up, pull up the pictures, the guides, and look at to see which one yeah. is which. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like Ramba. Uh, this was the first release for him. On a '92 back uh, card back, uh, again the the line was winding down, uh, and I, I kind of wonder if these were just kind of throw-in figures for Kenner. Um, you know, just uh, you know, what what can we do to fill out this assortment? Oh, let's throw a couple more Ewoks in there. Yeah, because there's a few of the Ewoks that even have the wrong pictures on their cards. Uh, yeah. Right. So Rumba is a short brown, like uh, milk chocolate 
brown or, or kind of yeah dark brown uh, yeah yeah uh ewok with a gray hood and the hood is removable but he comes with a brown spear and he has a gray belt around his waist too and that's his identifying features but that's part uh, of the figure that's not actually a, yeah, yeah. a belt right it's molded on yeah molded on uh, and his spear is one that is very hard to come by if i'm not mistaken yeah i think it's exclusive to just him Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unique. It is. It does say unique <laughs> to the figure. Uh, the hood is also unique to the figure. And of course, his name was never mentioned in the movie, <clears throat> but because of the books and the uh, games, uh, you know, they gave him uh, his own name, I guess. Uh, and the names, I'm assuming, were maybe come up. They came up with the names during filming just to be able to kind of tell them apart. I don't even know that for sure. Um, so his counterpart in this Power of the Force line is Warwick. Warwick? I don't know how you all pronounce it. Warwick. Warwick. <laughs> oh, wait, <laughs> you before have... you go on, I was going to say uh-huh. something. Yeah. Sorry. Um, the, oh, the we r- forgot to ask if we had Rumba. Do you have yeah, Rumba? <laughs> yeah, but I had to share how I ended up with this figure. Is, uh-huh. And this has only happened probably about, gosh, maybe 10 years ago. I actually bought a tote of toys i just kind of dug through the tote and i was digging through it and i found a couple of modern star wars figures in there and the guy suddenly looks at me he says hey man if you want that entire tote of toys five dollars so i'm thinking oh yeah there's so anyway i get it home and start going through it and everything and he was in there i mean he's got his headgear <laughs> but no staff so that was a pretty cool one of my it's probably my by far my best power of the force two purchase of finding him in that tote of toys and what's interesting he was the own only vintage star wars figure in there too mm-hmm. so that's kind of a strange story <laughs> i actually got mine on ebay mm-hmm. yep I i'm paid sure i did too 40 i think for it and these these two that we're talking about the, this rumba and warwick were i would say probably two of the last three figures that I ever bought uh, because again I'm not I almost say I'm I'm not an Ewok fan but getting the figures was never ever a priority for me uh, but when I realized that I was going to need them to complete the, the mm-hmm. series the run of figures then I finally broke down and bought them tell, tell us you don't like Ewoks by telling by <laughs> <laughs> but it's there is still there's still better figures than the Imperial Dignitary. Oh yeah, that, that was definitely the last one I got. <laughs> even you know, even though there were more that were higher priced, you know, we've talked about the figures that, like we said, EV ninety nine and and uh, you know some of the ones we talked about the last time, the the Luke and Stormtrooper and all those that are really the R two with pop up. I got all of those before I got these Ewok figures, hmm. uh, which weren't weren't as nearly as pricey as those were. Okay, but I do I do have them, uh, and we were getting ready to talk about Warwick. Um, yep, Warwick is also from the 92 back Power of the Force. That's his first appearance. He comes with a light brown Warwick quiver, which is unpainted, and it's unique to the figure. Mm-hmm. And he comes with a bow that is also a deeper dark brown, different from Lumat's maroon bow. And it's unique to the figure. And let's see, his hood is also a deep dark brown color. And it 
it is also unique to this figure. So everything he's got is unique to his figure. And then he's got the coin, which has like three logs on it behind him. And just like his head and arms or something. I can't really tell. It's hard to tell on that coin. I think he's one of the more ugly Ewoks for some reason. I just think because he's so light colored and his mm-hmm. his head covering's dark, he just looks weird to me. Right. I've always thought that. Well, and the more three accessories are different colors. Yeah. Right. He's yep. just an odd figure. And more often than not, you'll find him with absolutely zero accessories, which at that point, he's just this plain gray looking Ewok. Yeah, naked Ewok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, naked Ewok. <laughs> Uh, he does have a molded belt around his waist, uh, yeah. but it's uncolored. It's unpainted. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's been the same color as him. You can hardly tell if you just glance at him that he has it. Supposedly, this character, this Warwick, is the one that helps Chewbacca hijack the ATST in the movie. Yep, that's what I see, too. Yeah, you'd think, I mean, they must have really been, you know, at the very end to have these accessories all three be in different colors it's basically like oh what do we have left let's use that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's uh, a good you, point you nailed it on the head is what color plastic do we have left to put in the molds <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yes it, indeed I, I think i got this one off of ebay as well this you, is an ebay purchase for me too was yeah. it yeah you too Dwayne. Oh, oh yeah yeah, these two Ewoks, Ramba and Warwick, are the two most expensive Ewoks to, to purchase. Yeah. Uh, by far. Because they were only available in in this return of the in the power of the force line at the very end of the release. Uh and and, you know, probably, you know, like we said even though we said it earlier, the, there's no reason to, to think that they're these figures are scarce, but they were probably produced in smaller quantities than say a, a chief chirpa or a, a wicket or anything like that oh yeah without a doubt yeah so now we come to <laughs> one that's uh it do you consider it to be part of the collection or not because it was never released here in the united states mm. i think you i think you have to consider it though even though it wasn't <laughs> in my opinion it's yak face and he only came on a tri-logo card so he either came in from canada or in europe you know so he was never released here in the united states and he comes with the skiff guard battle staff so i think uh what was it barada was the only other one that had this one because it's a harder to come by uh, yeah. yeah 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 and he does come with a coin uh, it's mm. just his head it says yak face and bounty hunter at the bottom another cell or uh, silver one so, Carl, you don't have this one, do you? No, I, that's one of the ones I still need, unfortunately. And it's on average, I guess it sets you back at what about eight hundred dollars, maybe. Oh no, no, you can <laughs> buy it for. I've seen it go for four hundred. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Three, yeah. Three or four hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, if it's three hundred, you're probably looking at a really, really beat up one. Yeah. Yeah. And four hundred, yeah, it's going to have some paint chips here or there. If you want a perfect one, yeah, it's going to be like five or six hundred. Yeah. Uh. I paid, I uh, bought mine, uh, what was it, Carl? Like six years ago or so? Yeah, I remember you talking about when you got it. Because it was on, <laughs> then you, on the you podcast. You got this one at one of the celebrations, didn't you? No, I got this one. I remember you shopping for one. Yeah, I was looking for it, but I got it from Andy Daniel, if you know him. Big collector over in Europe. Uh, he lives in Germany. I got it from him, and it was like, I want to say two... 
250, 275, somewhere around in there. So not not horrible. I mean, I know some people, of course, if you're listening to this podcast, you're not listening to it going, oh, that's an absolute horrible price. Who would ever pay that for anything? Because yeah. <laughs> you know what they're, what they are, and you've probably paid for something like that. <laughs> the head sculpt on him is freaking awesome, too, I think. Mm-hmm. I just think he looks so cool. Yeah, he looks like Joe yeah. Cool. You know, from yeah. This is um, Camel cigarettes. Even though it's on a it's on a '92 back card, it is the '93rd figure mm-hmm. that that Kenner uh, produced. Um, but like you said, they were never sold in American stores. Um, the tri logo was in Europe, and then the Canadian and Australian was a bi-logo or bilingual. French oh, I thought it was a tri logo as well. Okay, so it was yeah. on just the no. bi-logo. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, with the coin that was in Canada and Australia. Where'd you get uh, yours from? I again eBay, but hmm. I got mine. You know, I completed my collection. I got very what I consider very very lucky because I, I kind of completed it before the big price boom happened. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm almost positive I got mine for probably one fifty or less. Nice. Uh, which at the time seemed like a lot. Again, I'm not I'm not saying well, that. I- yeah, <laughs> I had a chance to buy one for a hundred dollars and turned it down, thinking that that was a crazy price. But that was back uh-huh. in '97. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of, of people that insist that that this staff that comes with this one is unique to him, but I don't see it. I think it is, you know, like like we said, the same staff that was, uh, yeah, uh, with the weak way Barada. Or Barada, yeah. Yeah, it is. Staff. I can see it. Yeah. So if, if anybody, you know, tries to tell you if you've got one with the staff and they're like, oh, well, that's not a Yak Face staff. That's a Barada staff. Well, <laughs> I think they're the same. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the picture. So don't pay a premium just just because. Uh, Actually, if you look at, I don't know if you've got a picture of both of them or not. Uh-huh. I'm looking at both of them and, yeah, there is a difference at the bottom. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So I'm not well, maybe sure I'm, which one I've got. Maybe I've got my mind made up, you know, for something different. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of both of them, and there are slight differences. Yeah, in my book, they're both just called battle staffs, and they hmm. look mm-hmm. similar enough to battle where... Battle staff is yeah. what it says. <laughs> but I think those were the only two that had those, because the other hmm. gift guards had different things. Maybe it's just something that we can go look on the Imperial Gunnery. Uh, yeah. To but, find out. Uh, well, actually, it looks like Nikto had one, too. Hmm. So, three so that pretty much wraps up the uh, what we would call the main line of mm-hmm. the uh, Kenner vintage uh, single-carded released figures. Uh, mm-hmm. We've we've made our way through the all of them uh, over, what would you say, six episodes, seven episodes at least. Uh, oh, so if you're, probably more than maybe that. Maybe more than that. So if you're out there and you uh, are interested in hearing what we've had to say about previous releases, generally we just went by when they would make a card back. Uh, yeah, uh, usually kept change. it down to six, seven figures, you know, roughly, yeah. just so we wouldn't, you know, try to take forever on a podcast. Yeah. So yeah, like the 12 backs, we split up into two, and the I don't know about the 20 backs. I think with 20 backs, we did all at once. But uh, some of the rest of them were all broken up definitely into parts. Yeah. 
it's been really fun too. I like hearing stories how you guys had picked up stuffs and which ones we had as kids and stuff like that. So if you miss some of these episodes, you should go back and find them and listen to them. Yeah. yeah, we'll probably end up going through like the ships and play sets and all that in yeah. future yeah, episodes. I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to the ships. I think that'll be really fun. The play sets. I had just as much fun with the play sets as I did the ships as well. I like the ships better, especially that Millennium Falcon. It went everywhere with me, even as big as it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I can see little Carl sitting in the church pew on Sunday morning with his Millennium Falcon. I don't remember going anywhere with mine. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way you can have one that's still complete is you never took it anywhere never. yeah that's <laughs> don't let why your friends I, play with it my goodness yeah, that, i'll have to share that story what kind of shape my original one is in yeah. even though i've replaced it when we ever do that because it had a rough childhood with me i guess <laughs> all right carl you want to read us out there yeah um, once again, we want to thank our Patreon members for helping us out with the podcast. And if you're inclined to help us out, even as low as a dollar a month, you can do so at patreon.com slash the Star Wars Collector. And um, if you, we had various levels, like I said, the dollar and stuff like that. You can go all the way up to, to Jedi Master and you can appear on an episode like we had our we had a special guest last month that appear, appeared on an episode of our podcast. Um and we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Star Wars Collector Podcast. And we have the Facebook group where you can post on there as well. And um, we have an iTunes thing still up. You can still leave leave us a review on there. And we have a Discord that I bet still probably dead. Mm-hmm. And you can email us if you want to ask us any questions or anything. It's at TSWC podcast at gmail.com ask Bo questions oh yeah send (laughs) ask Bo questions please he still probably needs some since Brian said that (laughs) and we can reach us on Twitter at TSWC podcast and I need to get the Twitter password from Ron again because I use Twitter I think more than him Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) and also this month our Facebook shout out is to Matt Lewis from Ashland Kentucky thanks for listening Matt yep and if you're a new listener and you're not uh, familiar with the Ask Bo, Bo is Brian's uh, young son. And uh, what uh, what we're looking for is questions uh, that would we could ask him that would get his unique perspective. Yeah, uh, he is uh, very much a Star Wars geek already. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, we enjoy talking to him and getting getting you know his take on things. So. Uh, you know, if we can get enough questions for him, we'll, we'll record him, uh, answering the questions and put him on one of our future podcasts. Yeah, a couple other things. I One thing I forgot, or that you forgot, Dwayne, that you got, was oh. an Emperor from the Vintage Collection. Yeah, I finally <laughs> picked, picked that one up from you. Um, uh, yeah, you're right. I, I hadn't thought about that uh, because I went ahead and was considering it one that I had acquired or needed acquired to have acquired. Lord, those were released way back, I want to say, January of last year, maybe. At so least. For somehow I just had never had never got that. that it was a four-figure wave, and just recently I've decided to, to finally try to piece that wave together and, uh, you know, get the collection up to date. Lucky so, yeah. I had one. <laughs> yeah, well, but I saw several of them at the uh, Ohio Toy, you know, Columbus mm-hmm. Toy Show for cheaper than what you sold me. 
yours for. So <laughs> uh, I just sold it to you for what I paid for it. So I know. <laughs> um, also, Patreon members, I'm going to send out the next wave of cards. I totally forgot about it. I should have done that in January. Sorry about that. So I'll be sending out that next four cards for the year just because doing it every quarter would cost way too much. I'm just going to go ahead and send them all to you at the beginning of the, well, the almost the fourth month of the year now. Mm. So I'll be getting those out, and uh, then I'm going to have to uh, find some, or come up, i get some more printed by the end of the year because uh, we've gone through all 12 now, all the first 12. We'll be going to the 20 backs. Nice. That takes a lot of work because <laughs> I do the backs as well, which has all their stats. Yeah, you did a nice job. They look really nice for the ones that are not Patreon members and not seen them. Yeah, if I tell you what, if anybody wants to get a set of the twelve, email me. And, and instead of you like doing going through Patreon and stuff, if you just want to send money to help us, you know, what do you think a good price would be for these twelve cards to help out uh, with the podcast? Uh, <laughs> I don't know, twenty five bucks. I don't know, twenty bucks. 20 bucks sounds good. 15 bucks. <laughs> 20 with free, 20 including shipping maybe. Yeah, cuz they yeah. they will cost some money to ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want a set of them, let me know. Uh, you can probably look back on our uh, Facebook page or group or whatever. I think I've got some pictures out there. If not, I'll look them up and post some more so you They're can really see nice. what they are. And with that, that's all I've got. I'm done too. Yeah. Thanks for All right, we'll everybody. talk to you next month for 100. <laughs> so long, everybody. Bye. Yep. Bye.